0: Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, thanks guys for joining us once again. I have uh, Frank
1: Haney from uh, last week. We were in the middle of a lot of discussion that we had about how he got to the mission. I want to revisit a little bit of that. And I think one of the more interesting things that he was saying was that he had told uh, you know, both the parole officers that he had encountered in the beginning that he wants to go on a program, but if it's not faith-based. And so what was the whole point of that, uh, Frank?
2: Well, uh, being a new Christian— uh, I could get into any program that, I, that, that they wanted me to get into. But I also knew that any program that I got into that wasn't faith-based, that didn't have Christ-centered, wasn't Christ-centered, would have drugs and alcohol on the fringes, if not in the program itself. Right. And um, I could not, didn't need that. I needed to learn. I had book knowledge of Christ. I needed to learn to apply that in practical application to my sure.
1: Life. we all do by the way yeah
2: you know and uh and that's what the, the gospel mission has taught me you know it's taught me how to serve it's taught me how to uh you know how to serve you know and that's what we're supposed to do uh somebody gave me a quote this morning at lunchtime uh, I was, while I was asleep, I dreamed of life. Mm. When I woke, I dreamed of service, or, or I saw, the, you know, life as mm-hmm. service. I know and, the quote. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, and I, I probably messed it all up because I'm not real good at memorization, but uh, that quote, service is life. It is life. And I'd look at uh, what Christ did for us, his service was his life. He served us to a degree that that he died on the cross um uh, I don't want to go that far, but you know I would do it if I had to.
1: None uh, of us want to suffer Frank life right. but it's not the it's not the fact we don't want to suffer it's the uh, the are we willing to yes
2: and um Are we willing to suffer for the right reason?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, if you suffer, and the Bible tells us that, if you suffer for doing wrong, what what benefit is that to you? Nothing. But if you suffer for doing what is right, what is good, what is holy for the cause of Christ, then there's much gain there. But you don't do it for that. You know, that's the dichotomy. People are always talking about, well... You know, we don't work our way into salvation, which we don't. You're saved by grace through faith, and this not of yourself. It's a gift of God, lest any man should boast. But again, when we talk about building up rewards in heaven, I don't see that as what we're going, okay, I need to build up rewards in heaven, but I want to please the Lord,
2: right? Right. And, you know— Not because
1: he'll love me more,
2: because he won't. No. No can't love me anymore you know yeah. uh i work in the kitchen at the the, the mission uh, have since i since i entered the program sure and uh, sometimes it's a little stressful mm-hmm. sometimes it's a little chaotic
1: you mean because sometimes there are thousands of meals to prepare every day you mean that
2: <laughs> well yeah that too you know and then you've got the people that that are running around, you know, working in the kitchen with you that causes you stress, and mm-hmm. and but that said, you know, I have if I have one guest, and by guest I'm I don't mean that uh, the program, it, no, um, the guests Folks are the, from the street that we serve every day,
1: which we always call guests,
2: yes, because they are mm-hmm. 365 days a year, yep, um, and we serve them breakfast. And dinner. Mm-hmm. Now, if I, one of them says, thank you, or that was good. That's a blessing that God has given me. Yep. Because it's just, it's appreciation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I tell the guests all the time that they're my blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, without you guys, I couldn't serve. Yeah. And, uh. But, you know, back to last week, you know, uh, 2013, I got out of, out of prison, mm-hmm. uh, 22. Uh, he
1: met last week's show, not that he got out of prison last no, week. No, no,
2: yes. <laughs> yeah, was, and, uh, and then February 24th, I entered into the program, uh, and they taught me how to apply what I knew and what I was learning to mm-hmm. my life. Uh, which to me was another whole blessing. You know, uh, Pastor Mooney, Pastor Tim, uh, my uh, direct supervisor, uh, Tim Trinum. Yeah, we have two Tims, yeah. Yeah, yeah, now we got you, TT.
1: Timothy one and two.
2: (laughs) (laughs) First and second Tim. Uh, And, uh, but... They've blessed me with their knowledge. Mm-hmm. They've blessed me with their uh, their teachings. They've blessed me with their walk. Um, because I see, they tell me that this is the way you're supposed to be. This is the way you're supposed to act. But if you ain't acting in accordance with Christ, then you're not acting the way you're supposed to act. And Yep. And their walks encouraged me. And yeah. that said, you know, I've got, I've got nothing else, as Tim would say.
1: You know, the bottom line comes down to this. I have do a daily devotional by Paul David Tripp. He's a guy that I have great respect for. And he has many quotes within there. Sometimes what happens when we're doing the wrong thing is we become grace amnesiacs. We forget that it's the grace of God that has saved us. Yeah. We're not working our way for that salvation. But what we are doing is, is we are grateful for what God has done for us. But sometimes, just like little kids, we just want to do what we want to do. And there's where sin enters in, right? We give way to temptation because we stomp our feet and say, but I want to do this,
2: right? That's right. That's right. But
1: ultimately, every believer who is truly a believer will yield himself or herself to a living God to want to please God, not to gain salvation. Again, I don't want anybody to misunderstand, but we want to we want to do what God has told us to do because we know that whatever he has told us to do— is right
2: is right and it's for our best interest we may not see that and boy there's been a lot of things that's been in my best interest that he's thrown in my face and i just not paid attention and it's not good for me because i don't see the end byproduct you know don't
1: don't forget the chief end of man that's it is to glorify god amen
2: amen uh but that You know, it brought up something to, uh, I listened to uh, Spotify, and Mm -hmm. there's a um, Mountain Church album, and they've got a song on there, The Devil's Not Afraid of a Dust-Covered Bible.
1: No, he is not afraid of a dust-covered Bible.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, ladies and gentlemen, get, you know, know the Bible, you know, you read your Bible, don't let it just sit there on the shelf gathering cobwebs and dust, because... You're not using what God has given you for for weapons.
1: Yeah, and you know, one of the songs, you talked about Spotify and those type of things, and a friend of mine, she sent me a link to Spotify, and I put that on, and one of the songs that was on there is Take It to Jesus. Yes. And you know what? Uh, isn't that true? When we feel overwhelmed, take it to Jesus. When we feel happy and joyful, take, take it, it, to, it Jesus. to Jesus. When we don't know how to cope, and everything looks crazy to us. Take it to Jesus, Amen. right? Amen. And uh, I can guarantee you that you will never go wrong taking it to Jesus. Amen. So uh, it's it's uh, it's a good song, and uh, I didn't know about Spotify much till the last couple of years, but yep. you know. So uh, and by the way. I really think we need to contemplate uh, what Frank said a few minutes ago when he said that he had all this knowledge, and he does. He has a lot of biblical knowledge. You can have your Master's of Divinity degree, you can have a Ph.D. in theology, but until you move all that knowledge out of your head and into your heart, and of course— We know it's not a physical transfer, but what I'm saying is until you make that part of your life, how you live, how you think, how you walk, you can know all the Bible verses you want. If you can't apply them to your own life, if you don't search your heart and go to God and say, (laughs) you know, search my heart, oh God, you know, why? Because we... We need to continually grow in Christ, right? A sanctification. Frank, have you
2: made it all the way? Uh, I won't make it all the way until I'm there with Christ.
1: Oh, good, because I'm not going to make it all the way until He's called me home. That's it. And that's it's only it. by His strength. He called me by His strength, He saved me by His grace, you know. And He's uh, kept
2: me on the path by His strength. That's right. You that's know? right. Oh, uh, I I know this, you know, from from reading the Bible and uh the temptation of Jesus. Um we know that the devil knows the Bible. So oh. knowledge don't save you. Yeah. No. I I can't can't go any further than that, you know. No. Application. No, there's
1: so many cults out there that know the Bible. Yes. But they don't know the Bible.
2: But they don't know Christ.
1: They don't know Christ and you know, that's the other thing. I was talking to a young man one day and and I said, "Okay, forget about what religion you are and all this. Let's not talk about that. Let me ask you, what is your relationship with Christ because religion doesn't save you. Relationship saves you." Amen. You can you can ha- you could sit in church every Sunday for the rest of your days and never come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ because you've thrown up that wall. And that's why we tell the guys, if God calls, you answer. If you don't answer, this is all on you, brother. So, you know, uh, don't blame God for anything.
2: That's it. You know, I I don't think God forces himself on anybody. He calls you gently with a small, quiet voice rather than a huge tempest. Sometimes he's calling you in the middle of that tempest with that small.
1: But he does have that irresistible grace. Oh, he?
2: yes, he does. You know, and that's what I love. You know, he saved me by it. I, I've got nothing. I can't say anything else. He's just. Yeah, me either. He's, he's been there. He's, he's been there for me no matter what I've done. He's always been there for me. Even, even when I was a non-believer. I think he was there, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's times when I should have been dead. Mm -hmm. There's times when uh, things should have happened that didn't happen, and either he was watching out for me, he was watching out for me because he had an idea or a plan for my life.
1: He has a plan, and he clearly articulates to us that— He foreknew us and predestined us before the foundation of the earth. So you may not look at it exactly the same way that I do, but you can't deny it because that's what the Bible says.
2: That's right. And And
1: if the Bible says it, you know. It's true. And so I stand on those those four solas that we have talked about so many times, saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Amen. And— that that we know that we have the Bible sola scriptura, scripture alone Amen. to the glory of God alone, right? Amen. So sola dea gloria, right? Yeah. And so those may seem like little things but uh, to you, but I'm telling you that the believer walks by faith. The believer doesn't always... Look outside and go. Oh, I'm not. I'm not afraid. I feel great. I, you know what? Christ is with me, so I'm just never going to be afraid. Well, that's generally not true. It's, it's you know. I'm sure that you may not have been afraid when you were sent to prison, but you certainly weren't going. All oh, right.
2: right. another ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, is this the A ticket? Right. Yeah. You know, uh, the thing that I knew about prison and serving God. Uh, I knew I was going there. I knew that uh, people were going to look at me and watch me, even though even though I'm walking the way I'm supposed to walk.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, these non-believers, these gang members, uh, were going to be watching me. And their job, in their mind, was to either cause me to fall or watch me fall. Mm-hmm. And But if you're walking with Christ, nobody can cause you to fall. That's right. Nobody can make you fall.
1: It's not somebody else's fault.
2: No, it's always it's your fault if you turn your back. That's right. And, you know, I'm not saying that I didn't turn my back a few times.
1: Well, that's what I said. We become grace amnesiacs, and, and sometimes we want to do what we want to do, but the true believer's not going to live there. No.
2: You know, they're right. going to, it's, it's not what you do. It's not how you fall. Mm-hmm. It's how you get up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You, know, uh, you know, I've had people tell me repentance is a 360-degree turn, and I've looked at them, and I go, but <laughs> well, that don't seem like repentance to me.
1: No, besides that, a 360-degree turn is you're back to the same place. It'd yeah. have to be 180, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> and,
2: uh, you know, And I look at him, I go, you know, if I'm going back doing the same thing I was doing, then I haven't really repented of anything. So I've yeah. got to turn my back and walk forward. And that's what we do when we fall. Uh, you know, uh, I haven't fallen back into doing drugs or anything like that. But you know, I have slipped and fell by cussing people out, sure. uh, getting mad, and rather than let that rule my life, I've gotten up, asked for forgiveness from God first, and secondly, I've asked. I'm with you. Asked for forgiveness for the person that I went off on. Um, Yeah,
1: and sometimes we don't even have to go off on anybody. You could be driving along and somebody cuts you off and you think some horrible thing or even verbalize and nobody's in the car with you. Who heard you? Yeah, nobody heard you, but the Lord's eyes are always upon you, right? That's it. And uh, besides that, even if they weren't, you know that you have fallen back into acting like the person you once were.
2: and that's something that uh, we should— Strive not to do knowing full well that we are human. Christ still has forgiven us for everything that we may do now. Yeah. The past and future. Because like you said earlier, who, those whom he foreknew, he foreordained. Yeah. And we've been chosen by the best.
1: Yeah. Uh, I you know I've got to tell you that I was working on a job when I did air conditioning I did commercial air conditioning many of you guys know that before I ever was in the ministry and before I was ever saved you know but uh then I came to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and I was still in the trade right and I came across a foreman on a job I I wasn't I was an independent contractor and he wasn't the guy controlling me but I saw him on the job, and he said, hey, man, uh, uh, they just told me, are are you a Christian? I said, yeah, yeah I am. I thought, here we go. And he said, yeah, yeah, me too. And this guy's lifestyle was just terrible. His mouth was terrible, the things he would say about women, whatever the case is. and And you think to yourself, what— what God did you come to that he's not changed you? When you tell me, oh, yeah, well, at 15 years old or 25 years old, I walked down an aisle and I said a few words, and 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 so I'm saved. My question is, what did your life look like after you did that? Yeah, you know. if If you came out of there and your life was transforming, okay, I'm with you on that. You know, it's not exactly how I would see things to do, but God saves in all kinds of different ways. That's it. But if you tell me you said some words and there was no change in your life or there was change for a little while, but then I went back to everything, no, I don't, uh, you you didn't meet Jesus. No. Jesus transforms. Certainly it's true that sometimes people uh, give their heart to Christ they are truly born again, and for a season, they walk away and act just like they used to. Yep. But the difference being is they can never permanently do that. No. They'll always be God drawing us back and putting more pressure on us, and more. if if he doesn't, you know, what's he say? He chastises all those he, he calls loves. sons, right? Yep. Those he loves, he chastises. That's right. And so— if, if you're happy, 20 years ago, you made a profession of faith, but you really don't care. You just want to live your life. It, you better I, check your yeah, spirit. Um,
2: yeah. Are you really saved? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Because once you're saved, you want to serve your God.
1: You have a new heart. Yeah, you know,
2: uh, and you want to help others. Oh yeah, not just yourself, because that's it's self-serving and all that. You know that's just all wrong.
1: And sometimes we are selfish,
2: but yeah. okay, we won't go there.
1: <laughs> well, you knew you knew Antonacio, right, Nacho? Yeah. Okay, he said something profound to me. He said I used to sell drugs, do all these kind of things, and he said, but now he gets a great deal of pressure, uh, pleasure, helping the people out on the street that he saw as the very people he used to harm. Yeah, That's know. a change of spirit, right? That's it.
2: And it's a good change. It and, is a good change. And that's, that's what I see the, the mission striving for. Always. Is, is, is a change of people's hearts, even, mm-hmm. the, even the guests we serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, I call some of them by name because I know their names.
1: Well, that's a good reason yeah. to call them by name. <laughs> but
2: uh, well, you know when you call a person by their name,
1: yeah, it means a lot.
2: It gives them a sense of belonging.
1: It does. It it really does.
2: You know, and that is a blessing for them.
1: Oh yeah. So yeah, no, it really does. Sometimes over the eighteen years, there's people that I've known, as you know, that and they fall back into a lifestyle, they're doing horrible things, they still remember who I am, I still remember who they are, and I care about them. Amen. And I'll say to them, what are you doing this for, you know? Yeah. And I think that even that, why are you doing this? And like you said, you got you know their name. Yeah. It means something, yeah. okay? Uh, I think that everybody, everybody wants to be recognized by others yes right and sometimes they do really horrible things so they'll be recognized yes
2: you know and that's sad that's you know, sad um i think the, uh it's it's in the bible may it might be a song i'm not sure but he calls me by name yes speaking of christ
1: yeah and it is an old hymn and we're we're once again out of time but i would like you very much to come back I know that your plans uh, eventually are to leave the state, but maybe before that happens, I could have you back on the show. So as always, until we meet again, my dear friends, may God hold you in the palm of his hand.
0: You've been listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you wanna know more about the work of the mission, log on to ugmsac.com, ugmsac.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.